This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Congregation. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.Church forward slash south. Hey, everyone. Man, I feel like my contribution to the last six months of the podcast has been to change. The congregation has become normal in that intro. Hmm. Well. It makes me happy. Okay. Good. Good. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for that contribution. You're welcome. Well, I was told today that this is our 100th episode of the podcast. That's Woo! awesome. Confetti. I remember Jazz when hands. it was just a twinkle in her eye. Mm. <laughs> a twinkle in Daniel's eye. <laughs> Here it is, 100 episodes old. There's a lot of twinkles in my eye. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot this, of pastoring out loud. How did we, was it just like the beginning of the pandemic? That was, that was it, June mm-hmm. 2020. We were like, how can we We had talked about it before that. Yeah. That might be helpful. And then the pandemic hit and we're like, let's do it. Might as well do it. Yeah. Then oh. Ethan along the way has come in and made it better, more. Like producer. Yeah. Have we hit 10,000 overall listens yet? We were. We were at like seven or eight sometime in the last few months. Mm. Anyways, mm. there's about 80 <laughs> or 100 mm. of you that are listening regularly. So I don't thanks think, for sticking in there. Yeah. Thanks for starting it up. I don't think I really have a random question, mm. but I do have some questions for you all. Because we thought on the 100th episode, it would make sense to talk about pastoring. So that's why I'm kind of hosting the podcast today, because I wanted to ask the pastors some questions about pastoring. I thought that could have gone a couple different directions, but I see what you Really? Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm hosting the podcast, because dot, dot, dot. Anyway. There's no slippery slopes here, Daniel. No. No, there are not. So, I mean, just starting off, like, I would just like to know, like, how long have each of you been a pastor? Go ahead, Dave. Uh, about a decade. Okay. I was just realizing it's been almost exactly 10 years. Hmm. So, about a decade. Time really? flies. Wow. Yeah. Yep, I started doing it uh, in... Yeah, the fall, late fall of 2012 in a part-time but real way down in Albert Lee. Is that what, were you going down like every other week at that point? Is that what you were doing? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, wow. and then helping out with other things in between. So almost a decade. Daniel? Um, in title or in function? Because Bethlehem's funky like that. Ooh. Only in title. I mean, we, you weren't a real pastor till you had the title. So, it's you true. know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> function, <laughs> Daniel. Function. 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 Uh, well, I was a pastor for about a year in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a, a lay thing where I wasn't on the regular role, payroll, but was granted uh, some stipends and some other things. And then, um, yeah, since 2014 here. Mm. So That's great. Almost nine years. Eight years. Eight, eight years, years plus. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it's hard for me to calculate because I've had a few different roles here, mm-hmm. and I don't know what counts. 
Only the ones with the title. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, basically since 2015. So just over seven years now. Hmm. If I were to round up. <laughs> generous. Be generous to yourself. It's good. Yeah, that's awesome. So what does a typical day in the life of a pastor look like? I mean, I know every day is different, but just for people are wondering, like, what do they do every day? All day. (laughs) Well, I, I, I mean, I only work on Sundays, so the rest of the week, it's just kind of playing with the kids. A lot of me time. Uh, Working on the garage. That's right. That's right. Well, no, I won't go there now. Um, Yeah. You stay away from the garage? No, I... I just, if anyone's listening and they want to help me fix my garage, just <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later yeah, we'll in get the a, podcast. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I can just take a shot at it. It, it, it looks like some combination of, for me, being in the word, normally prepping for teaching or preaching uh, to some degree, or a lot of meeting with people that could be other elders or care cases or just the, the people in my care group. Uh, in my particular role, it looks a lot like meeting with our staff, talking to them about what's going on in their ministries. Um, and then it has looked like a lot of all church responsibilities um, for me for a lot of the time, but it's that's fallen off a little bit more the last couple months. And that's been, uh, it's actually been freeing to just have more time again to invest invest here. So it's some, some measure of meetings and word and... Um, counseling and organizational leadership for me. It's just, it's kind of a potpourri every day of those random things. I wish there really, there really isn't a typical day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really whatever Rachel has for me. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. It's hard to say a typical day. Um, And for, I mean, for me, it's very similar to Dave meeting with people, doing a lot of prep for either teaching or a lot of prep for worship services for me. Uh, rehearsals and things like that, planning the worship services, uh, meeting with people. I love that part of the job. Uh, it's great. Um, do some mentoring. and um, So, yeah, it just kind of varies day to day. Do you like meeting with people when they don't like you or they're wanting to maybe stir up conflict? <laughs> uh, I mean, I like, I like that less, <laughs> um, I but I'm, I'm always, I'm checking. always happy to, I'm always happy to talk with anybody about anything. So honestly. Okay. okay. So yeah. if you're listening to this podcast and there's something about Nick that you don't like, he's happy to meet with you. <laughs> if there's something about the church at all, you don't like, I just go right to Nick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like he's the right guy for you. <laughs> Thanks Nick. Yeah. That's good. What uh, do you do, Daniel? Besides, take sabbaticals. I <laughs> <laughs> was waiting for that. To come and on. talk about Revelation. I do both of those things, or at least one of them, just yes. this year. The other one, a lot more. Um, I mean, it's hard to say what typical is. I mean, prepare for things, read to prepare for things, um, spend a lot of time meeting with people. It's kind of blends, you know, when it's church and it's work. And it's like the church is pictured in the New Testament as a family in different ways. It's kind of hard to really like see where pastoring starts and stops sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. I had you over to my house for six hours. You're my friend, but I'm also your pastor. Like what is, what is that exactly? 
um, mm. you know, or we're over at somebody's house on you know, Sunday or we're over, you know, we're just uh, faithfully trying to evangelize our neighbors and spend time with them. Like tough to know. So, but yeah, I read, I write, I meet with people, I pray. That's been always since I came here in 2014, a very sweet part of like mm -hmm. setting aside deliberate time to intercede mm -hmm. by myself, mm -hmm. um, thinking of specific names. Mm. You teach. I do teach. Thank you, Nick, for all the opportunities to teach. About You're welcome. Church and church membership. That's not really a topic I've had much time to think about before. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's kidding, folks. He thinks about that a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of things I think about a lot. So much so that it's literally his job title. <laughs> <laughs> I just finally said, why don't you just do that? It just oozes out of you. That's right. Just go. Let's just call what you do your title. That's great. Hmm. We're grateful for it. That's, That's great. I, I mean, I see those things and not everybody sees the behind the scenes things that you guys do. So what do you love about it? And then what can be challenging without it being like, oh, poor me, it can be hard. But just everybody's jobs can be hard in different ways. Mm -hmm. that what do you love nice about it? Vacation. Thank you, Stacy. Yeah, it's okay for <laughs> sometimes things to be hard. Yeah, it's part of life. I would say um, for me, I think um, that what, what the reason I felt called to ministry is still the same thing I love about it most. I really love the opportunity to love Jesus and help other people love Jesus. Um, in the in the you know in the good times and the bad times, and uh, that is still what I love most about it. And that that that's in preaching. That's in the one on one stuff. That's in you know even sending administrative emails. I'm trying to remind myself all the time like the the goal is to help people love Jesus and help them walk with him and get to glory with him. So that, that is, that was the very clear calling in the ministry for me. And that's still the kind of the drumbeat that makes me just feel, feel like it's a mercy that I get to do that all the time. Yep. Yeah. Ditto to that. And I love to do that through leading worship. Um, I love thinking about, our worship services and um, planning them in such a way where people get used to coming expectant to meet with Jesus and just being intentional with those things. I love doing that. I love teaching. I love teaching in Truth on Fire and helping teach in Sunday schools and whenever else I get to do that. Um, and then honestly, just meeting with people and like Dave said, pointing them to Jesus and whatever life is bringing their way. Um, and that can also be hard sometimes too, even if it's good. Mm -hmm. um, there can be hard situations and that is part of the job and it's a high calling. Um, and sometimes it can, at least for me, you know, sometimes that can, you can start to take those things on personally. And so that's just another opportunity to trust in the Lord and minister, not in my own strength, because otherwise it wouldn't go very well. And I get burnt out real quick, but to lean on the Lord and everything and, mm -hmm. um, so I guess that's kind of an answer to both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I love everything I do. Um, I generally like people a whole lot, so it's 
spending time with people is not hard for me. Um, spending time in the Word, spending time in prayer. You know, the, I think elders of the church are um, in God's design supposed to commit themselves to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so preparation in the Word. And I mean, just frankly, like, honestly, if you're listening to this and you're part of Bethlehem South, thank you so much that, like, you pay me to study God's word and pray mm-hmm. and meet with people. Mm-hmm. Like that's a privilege. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are challenging aspects. I think a lot of the challenges have more to do dispositionally with who I am. Um, you know, I, I mean, like all of us, I want to be liked. Like all of us, I want to be like, feel like you understood me, even if what I'm saying is something you don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I think there's a, an aspect of just the job, though, that is so public um, and for as extroverted as I am uh, that just at, at a certain point I'm uh, tired. You know, Is that an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert? I don't know. I'm, I'm pr- generally pretty extroverted, but uh, I... I think that's just a human I thing. I crash like humans pretty get hard. Tired. Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. That, that happens, huh? <laughs> um, what about yeah. emails? Meetings. Emails can be very useful and they can be very, very much like something I want to dodge sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but emails, uh, yeah, I mean, emails are just part of it. I do think that there is something about like, I don't remember the last time I did this, but there was something like half of my or 40% of a work week was literally just emails. And I don't know if that's normal for me, but it feels like a lot of, you know, I was talking to a a pastor um, who uh, is still a pastor, but he was a pastor in both the 70s and the 80s. And so he's been a pastor for a very long time, four decades, whatever. And just the way that everything has changed with the advent of cell phones and emails and other things like that uh, just means that, there's a lot of opportunity for interruption and tyranny of the urgent that seems to come to so not what's actually urgent, you know, and, and responding to that, but somebody feels that something is urgent and therefore um, it comes to the top of your list and just honestly, you have to deal with it sometimes, um, you know, regardless of whatever 20 things that are actually in front of you and maybe there are one or two things that are really, really like must, you know, critically be, be, um, addressed, but then some, here's number 21 coming in and somebody feels very strongly that it needs to be at the top of your list and you have to just manage all of that and think about that. So I think that's just the nature of being somebody in public ministry to some degree. Mm-hmm. What do you think about emails, Dave? They're uh, they're probably a necessary a necessary less than I- ideal way to communicate, but sometimes they can get things done efficiently. Uh, so I don't, I don't mind them. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would just say something similar even about the lows. I, I think that uh, it yeah, I mean, it's just that I mean, sometimes it's hard because sometimes people just. Uh, you know, they don't see eye to eye and that's okay. But I think it's harder when it's, when sometimes it, there's just a lack of, 
kindness or understanding, uh, even in interacting with pastors. And I think that, I think that it's, a just one of those odd dynamics, you know, I think it's, I think it's hard to come to a pastor for people. And I think, uh, oftentimes they feel like they have to bolster themselves up or, or something like that. And so I think it can sometimes, that can just be it. But I, th- I think that's the, I was actually talking with my wife about it recently, like what's hard about it. And I said, I just think sometimes when the hardest thing is when people just aren't kind, <laughs> it's just, that's just, it's just hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you have a yeah. week where there's a few of those, uh, in a row, it can feel, it can feel defeating in some ways, I think. But I think like Daniel said, I think that's just as much about, uh, our own rest in Jesus and our own sanctification as it is about the interactions we're having. So, mm-hmm. What do you think about emails, Nick? I think that they are generally helpful for communicating and they can stack up pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's uh, the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always great at cleaning up my inbox, but that's a... Nor that's, your, a, that's a me problem. So, <laughs> nor your Tupperware at hey, church. Oh no, I brought those home. Or your backseat of your car. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa. true. This should be an internal staff true. conversation, not a. <laughs> sorry, sorry that's to fine. call you out. I have no, I have no need to act like I'm like a super tidy person <laughs> in a public persona type of way. <laughs> so, one other thing before we wrap this up is that I wanted to highlight this that um, October is recognized as Pastor Appreciation Month. Who instituted that? I don't know. And Do you I think know it was a pastor? <laughs> what? Do you think a pastor Probably. instituted We pastor? didn't tell her to bring this up. I <laughs> wanted to bring it up and I brought it up last year because I know sometimes these kinds of things are just, I don't know, Hallmark stirring up another holiday that we have to commemorate or whatever. <laughs> But oh, Hallmark is very devoted to pastors' appreciation. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a whole like Valentine's Day, you know, like a made-up holiday or something. But yeah, no, I'm get, just saying I that I Are think there it's any Hallmark still, movies about pastors? Okay. Do you think? Rain it back in here. Like okay. a single pastor. Take control of your podcast, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to still. Hey, can I borrow mind. somebody's device so I can look up if there's any Hallmark movies about pastors? Okay, but anyways, no. I think it's still, despite all of that just a good opportunity for the church to express appreciation and gratefulness. So I do want to do that. Um, So my question is how can we as the sheep make it a joy for you guys to shepherd? I don't remember what that verse is, but we want it to be a joy (laughs) and not a burden. Not a burden. Um, It's Hebrews 13. And then along with that, if you want to add into your answer, how can we be praying for you? Oh, that's good. Stacy, let me let me turn around and ask you a question. How do you think you could appreciate me more as oh a pastor? Gosh. Just how do you think yeah. you could appreciate me more? I think it'd be great if you answered it for each of us. Oh, wow. No, no. I am the one asking hey, Dave, the questions Dave, today. How do you think you could appreciate me more that's as right. a pastor? Yeah. Of course, well, it's probably going to turn into like, what did well... You- <laughs> Well, Daniel, why don't you uh, get be more uh, be more appreciatable? <laughs> well, tell me where you want a gift card to, Daniel. <laughs> uh, my wife will always say Home Depot, so I oh, say Home Depot. Of um, no, uh, pastors. I mean, 
How can we make it back to my no, question? What an How can we make it a joy? Yeah, I, yeah. I have an answer. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, oftentimes, um, we hear more feedback on things that is negative, and so it's just very helpful, and it makes me feel appreciated. Appreciated, and I'm sure these other guys too. When people who have positive feedback to share go out of their way to share that, um, mm-hmm. so. I mean, it, I'm not saying we don't want to hear if you have an opinion of something mm-hmm. that, you know, we'll, we'll take whatever. Um, but just hearing the the encouragement and the positive things too, um, mm-hmm. that that's really encouraging. And it's not, I mean, oftentimes when you're happy about something, you just don't think of, <laughs> you know, sharing that with right. anybody. So just taking that time is meaningful mm-hmm. um, to share positive feedback. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I feel, uh, encouraged when people let me know they're praying for me. That's really, really encouraging. Maybe one of the more encouraging things when someone reaches out and just says that they're praying. Um, I feel encouraged when people love on my family. Um, you know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, I, uh, in one sense, this is, this is the calling God has me right now, the vocation God has me right now. And really, sometimes the the people it can impact more than anyone is is your family. They're you know they're the ones who are maybe hanging around at events longer and waiting to eat. You know, just just like a bunch of little things that. Um, and by God's grace, my family feels very loved. But uh, you know, just love my family. That makes me feel encouraged. Um, yeah, those those would be two big things. I mean, Nick, Nick's right. Obviously, it's nice to hear encouraging feedback, but, uh, I think for maybe a way to say it was, you know, for pastors who are going to be somewhere for a long time in a faithful long-term ministry to, to pray for them and to love their family, uh, just goes a really, really long way. Um, so Mm -hmm. I think that'd be two really practical things. Mm -hmm. I think Daniel's about to share his Venmo. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I have a my, Hallmark my movie memo. about a pastor, though. Marry me this Christmas. A uh, really? big-hearted, energetic, buoyant pastor returns to his hometown to take over for his mentor <laughs> and falls for a parishioner. <laughs> which I'm assuming means he was single when he arrived. Um, Just so that everybody knows that there are Hallmark movies about with pastors. Let's avoid that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, what? What? A, I think here's a really practical one for for us is um, sharing food with people. I feel appreciated when at my home, somebody else's home, I just get to interact with somebody that's part of life without necessarily wearing a pastor's hat in a given context, uh, just like, uh, people, uh, realize that I'm a church member before I'm a church pastor, uh, which I think is true. And then, uh, you know, um, things like praying and telling me that you're praying for me and for my family. Um, even things like, I mean, honestly, like, like thinking of my family as like, yes, uh, uniquely situated in our church because mm-hmm. they are, you know, uh, my family, but that they're also just people too. Mm-hmm. And they 
appreciate, um, you know, being thought of, being prayed for, mm. being asked how they're doing. So, mm -hmm. Home Depot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to say about pastoring before we wrap up? I appreciate Any final comments? I appreciate you, Dave. I appreciate you, Daniel. I think that's a good way to end. Wow. <laughs> well, I appreciate you too, Nick. It's <laughs> looking at us. Wait, I get to have the last word. My goodness. I'll give, I'll give one. It's a joy to be here and it is a privilege. And, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's almost always a privilege to pastor with you guys too. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have today. Okay. No, Stacey I wanted thinks, to oh. wrap up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Stacey. Anyways, in closing, thank you for being our pastors. I pray for your endurance and continued faithfulness and love and rest in Jesus. So we're thankful for you. Thanks, Stacey. Thank you. Thank you, Stacey.